Welcome to The Last Rung, a light-hearted podcast for the self-employed, getting to the heart of the many influences that can help you to thrive in your solo life and make the switch from an employed to a self-employed mindset. Unedited and uncensored, the inspirational chats with those who have taken the leap will provide realistic actions for you to take away, the chance to learn from others' experiences and help you see that you are not alone, even when working from the spare bedroom in your PJs and fluffy slippers and you haven't left the house for days. I'm Helen Hill, author of Falling Off the Ladder, owner of learning design business Unlikely Genius, business coach and co-founder of environmental initiative Be The Future. I'm now on a mission to help the self-employed really embrace the freedom that allows them to be fully themselves, to thrive and to leap off the last rung of the career ladder for the final time. Come and say hello at fallingofftheladder.com or over on Instagram where you can find me as Falling Off The Ladder. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you like this episode. But first, let's introduce you to this week's guest. Welcome to episode two of The Last Rung. The first episode went so well, we're coming back for more. In episode one, we had Tom Garfield, a relative newbie to freelance life. But today we're going to the other end of the scale, to graphic designer Bavini Lacani, who has celebrated 10 years in her freelance business this year. Amazing stuff. So Bavini is a real pillar of the freelance community, always cheering others on, helping, giving support for the highs and lows and getting involved. So now it's time to celebrate the lady herself. With no further ado and waffle, welcome Bavini. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Oh, it's so nice to have you here. It's really great because obviously you're so great in our community. I love you. And well, I think loads of people do and really look up to you and having just celebrated 10 years well I think that's something we all want to aspire to isn't it so yeah amazing. Uh, it was we will get on to that years but we'll talk more about that yeah yeah so before we begin do you want to introduce yourself your business and tell us a little bit about what you actually do Yep. So um, I run B81 Designs. Um, I'm a graphic designer who focuses on creating brand identities. And I also work on um, design for print projects. So things like brochures, magazines, um, marketing collateral, exhibition graphics, things like that. And as you said, I've been doing it for about 10 years, but I've been in the design industry for, oh, almost 17 or 18 years now yeah wow so doesn't it, it makes you feel old when you think it does. Out, doesn't it, it? You don't really old. Out yeah <laughs> it just I just stick to that I've been like freelancing for three and a half years and well maybe 10 <laughs> years on the side before that but we'll not talk about that <laughs> and then I sit there working out people's age going oh no they're about the same as me yeah that's yeah, fine yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's scary how quick it goes it is yeah particularly when you're working for yourself actually oh, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> So it's quite accidental that you went freelance, isn't it? And so can you tell us more about how that actually happened? Yeah. So um, I had our eldest daughter, Ria, in um, 2010, went on maternity leave, fully expecting to go back to work after maternity leave. Um, But, you know, when you have your you have your days that you like have to go in and talk to HR and kind of put a plan in place, um, they said I could come back but it would be in a different role. Um, That different role was web design, (laughs) which, and and at the time I was working as a graphic designer for print stuff. And that's what I'd been doing for the company before I went on maternity leave. 
Um, so it was either come back, work every day, nine till one uh, as a web designer, and they'd provide any training that I wanted or take voluntary redundancy. Yeah. So I took the voluntary redundancy fully thinking that I'm going to find a job that's closer to home where I don't have to go in every day. I can do maybe three days a week and then have two days at home with, with the little one. I kind of didn't work out because um, somebody who I used to work with at the company that I took redundancy from had moved on to a different role. She asked if I would um, take on a little project while I was job hunting for her new company. And I said, yes. And that went great. And then that project turned into another project for somebody else. And then another project came along for another person and you can see where this is going. There was yep. another project <laughs> and another project. And that that idea of I'm gonna find a job closer to home, it just it just never happened. No. Never even took off. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it feels like it's meant to be sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? That you, because like I say, I, I freelanced on the side for 10 years, but I was doing such little low paid jobs that I thought, oh, I, can, I can't make a living out of this. And mm. then, yeah, I took on a contract thinking it'll fill a gap while I think about what I want to do and where I'm going to yeah. go. And then got another contract. And then, and um, yeah, well, look, yes. I'm here three and a half years later. Yeah. Yeah. And so, then you're all of a sudden you're thinking, hang on, I was meant to find a job. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> But can you ever see yourself going back? Because I know I certainly can't. No. Never. I um, So we, in 2015, we moved from London to Milton Keynes when um, Rhea was due to start school. And about a year after we moved, I got headhunted by a, a local company based in Milton Keynes. Well, they've got, they're, they're worldwide. They're an IT company, but they've got a head office in Milton Keynes. And I didn't realise I was being headhunted for a job. Um, they just... <laughs> They found me on LinkedIn and said, can you come in and have a have a chat with us? And I went in thinking it was just sort of a freelance contract. And it turned out that they wanted to employ me and then have me manage team. Um, But it would have been uh, although they were quite willing to let me, you know, come in after school run and leave early and make up the hours and be flexible. It would have been a work every day for somebody else. Freelance work has to be parked to one side or saved for weekends. Um, And it just, you know, it was great meeting the team and it was, you know, it was a great opportunity, but just not for me. I just, I just couldn't do it. I I like saying yes and no to projects and clients when I want to, or taking the day off when I want to without having to ask permission. Um, it just it just works so well for me. I don't think I'd ever go back to being employed. Yeah, and I, th- I mean, I understand it's a real balance for people. If some people like that security, they need it. They and they want a ladder to progress up. But I, yeah, yeah, that just was not me whatsoever. And I tried and tried and tried, and I just got myself so stressed. And oh. the difference now that all that is taken away, I, like you say, I just can't envisage going back into that life because once you've had this freedom and it works yeah it's amazing isn't it and yeah it's like a whole new world has opened yeah like a whole new before I went freelance in my head it was right you've got to go to work nine till five and you know at the end of the month like you say you get your paycheck and this is how the world works yeah yeah and then I went freelance and I was like ah okay I like this yeah 
I can control my pay. I can yes. give myself more than a 50 quid raise this year. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Although that's hard to do at times. It is. <laughs> when you keep knocking your price. prices down. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think the pros far outweigh the cons. Oh, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Definitely. So, I mean, over your 10 years in, mm. in business, which you've just celebrated in October, was it? October 2021. Yeah. yeah. So you've produced a little book in celebration of that. And what I love about this book is that it really reflects you. It's got your personality throughout it, the colours, the branding, everything spot on, obviously, as we would expect from you. But yeah. <laughs> I like that it's it's... Though it's a book to celebrate your 10 years in business, you've very much done it for other people. It's yep. very much giving like you always do. And it's a book to help others improve their design skills. So what made you do that approach rather than it being almost like a, I mean, many would have done like an almost mini portfolio or something. <laughs> Look what I've done in 10 years. Um, but you've very much gone the other way. And I, I love that. But what was your thinking behind it? Um, I just wanted to share my knowledge. Um, yeah. I think with the rise of, apps like canva uh, you know i don't use it i don't know how to use it because i use the software that i do and, and love using it and i think it it works for me but with things like canva where um you know more and more people are, are saying to me like you know we want to create this um template we want you to create this template for us and then we will edit it via canva and things like that i just thought well you know that's really great because they can do it but how about i give back a little bit of information little you know wise words and that'll help them make their stuff look better yeah it'll help them grow their business and that'll help them create things that they can feel proud of yeah um mm-hmm. and i just think that it was just it just felt like a good way of celebrating um rather yeah. than a look at me and look at what i've achieved i'm not I'm not one of these people no, who like, like, you know, shouting about, hey, look at me, look what I can do, look how great I am. I just can't, I can't do it. No. And I just thought if I can say, yes, I've made it to 10 years, here are some really um, great tips that I think will help you improve your social media graphics or your business cards or um, a leaflet that you want to put together. And if it helps even like 10 people, great. Yeah. That makes Definitely. I think some people would probably say, and well, it'd be interesting to see if anyone said to you, actually, you're doing yourself out of customers because you're giving them the design skills that they should be paying you for. But actually, these are people that are not going to pay you for those little jobs necessarily anyway, are they? And- yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I've found that actually um, giving little advice and help to to people when it comes to sort of like the smaller projects is great they can go off and do it but when it comes to like the larger projects you know putting together like a a 120 page brochure or a magazine they won't want to tackle that for themselves they will always come to a professional designer so I think there is a place um for people doing things themselves and I think there is a place for people like me yeah um, Absolutely. And I, you know, even though things like Canva are getting very popular, I don't think they'll ever replace professionals. No, because at the end of the day, there's 
there's having knowledge of what are the yeah. styles that occur in yeah. and the more advanced techniques and exactly all sorts in there. And yeah, and you'll still get thinking, right? Um, yeah. Spent, you know, you spent the last however many years building up the way you do your research, the way you put concepts together and things like that. And, you know, just because you know how not to, not to bad mouth Canva or anyone who uses no. Canva, because you can use the, the technical side of Canva doesn't mean that you've got skills in, in areas that I have. Yeah. And I think the big thing, because like I say, I mean, I have a Canva account because we use it for Be The Future a bit because yeah. it helps Sally do it because yeah, she's not exactly. a designer. And it yeah. means I don't have to do all the visuals. Yeah. So I've done the overall style and she can put stuff together. Yeah. But then, you know, the, the danger with something like Canva, because it has the templates and the stock images, everyone's stuff started to look the same, exactly. didn't it? And that's where the difference lies, I think. Exactly. And whether people value, you know, if you're if you're a business owner and you want to look individual, you need to get a designer to help you with it. And like you said, then they can set you up some templates yep. or something. That's great. But um, yeah, I think there's always going to be a need. Well, I like to think there will be. Always. There always will. <laughs> and you got this in all industries, you know, copywriters at all. Well, I can write myself. Me as a learning designer, people say, well, I can write a course. Okay, but you don't know about learning theory. You don't know about yeah. the media that, and where it's right and, you know. And there's a difference exactly. between the stock stuff you stock courses you get that you can buy on places the equivalent of Canva or something bespoke that I would do. So, exactly. yeah, I'm going off on a bit of a rant here, aren't I? But yeah, no, no, no. It, is, it is so true. It is so, yeah. true, isn't it though? Yeah, and it comes back to this thing that right at the beginning when I was starting out and I recommended. Um, someone I used to work with for a job and Graham was mm. like but it, but you're telling them about other people they're your competition I was like no they're not no they're not no and it, it's that side of things as well isn't it it's that whole community thing and and building stuff together but yeah because yeah. us freelancers yeah. are not competition no we are family <laughs> yeah yeah and some people are going oh god oh, but no, no it's true I know some people will but I'll be honest um that that freelance community that I've found over maybe only the last two or three years, if that had been around 10 years ago when I first started, would have made my journey so much easier. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. it's been a heck of a change because, like I say, I started it maybe 10 years ago in my side business and I didn't have a clue how to use Twitter oh, <laughs> so I still don't half the time, but you know, I didn't, but it I wasn't what it is now. No, um, and even things like, oh, do, do I need to take a deposit for this? Do I need to sign a contract for this? Do I? Mm. How do I do? There was nobody there that I knew that I could ask, but now there yeah. is. Yes. Oh, and the the value of the feedback and learning from others' experiences yeah. is is brilliant, isn't it? Um, so what do you what do you think's played the biggest factor in your success then? Because obviously, like that's been quite a big change in the last three years. But when you yeah. were starting out as well, what what really helped you get going then? Because I mean, word um, of mouth was obviously a big thing for you. Word of yeah. So I growing the business has always been word of mouth, um, right. and I wish <laughs> I wish I could say to you, oh, it's because I'm great at what I do, and that's what's been my biggest. <laughs> but I can't think what it is. Yeah. is my honesty like if if something goes wrong and, and you know don't get me wrong it's been 10 years of being self-employed things have gone wrong 
oh, with, clients, yeah. uh, with business plans, whatever, I'll always just own up and go, yeah, sorry, that was my fault. Yeah. And I will handle it and I will find a solution and fix it if there is a fix. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, great example of that was a couple of years ago, I was designing some banner stands for um, a client and it was a, it was a rush job. And unfortunately the, the printers messed up um, and we had to redo some of the files. Um, but I wasn't going to sort of hide that from the client. I was like, look, this is what's happened. You carry on with your weekend. I'm dealing yeah. with it. And if I need anything from you, I'll let you know. Yeah but I wasn't going to pretend like everything was okay and there weren't any issues because I just, I caught that to eat me up inside. Oh, well, yeah, it's not worth the worry, is it? Of being no. caught out or whatever, if you try and yeah, cover exactly. up your tracks. <laughs> and I think that's what's really helped me over the last 10 years. It's, I will be honest, maybe to a fault, I don't know. Um, and, you know, even to the point of, if I can't do something, I'm not going to take it on and say, yes, I can do it. And then sort of try and figure it out in the background. Cause that will stress oh. me out too much. Um, like I said, if something goes wrong, I'll just say it how it is um, and, and find a solution. And I think that has, and I'm just nice that as well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and calm. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, I absolutely agree that, Honesty is is definitely a huge thing of no, I can't yep. do it to that time scale or yep. you've not provided the right information. What, yep. whatever it is, yeah, I think exactly. Because that often your customers are learning as well, aren't they? They're obviously not an expert yeah. in what, what you do because that's why they come to you. So yeah. guide them. Yeah. yeah. And that and that's what I do. That's how I tend yeah. to work. Um, and I'm never I'm not one of those designers who, you know, if a client comes and says, if they start, if, you know, for example, in a in a branding project, they will say to me, right, I've got this idea. I'm never going to turn around and say, oh, God, that's awful. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know, anything like that. I will, I will guide them as to yes. why it necessarily work. Um, yeah. They still want to see it. I'll show them. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's just little things like that. And if I say I'm going to do something by a certain day, I will do it. Yeah. Or deliver. I'm not going to. So oh, I missed a deadline. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> no, I mean that's never going to go down well, is it? But it's it's interesting actually because a customer recently said to me something about she really liked me because I was so reliable, and I was like, "Are, are other freelancers not?" And she was like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe the trouble we've had." And yeah, I can't believe that. that when that is your own business that you don't want to make sure yeah. you do the right thing and yeah yeah meet those deadlines or communicate that you're not going to meet it and why or yeah because look life happens right especially yeah. over the last two years with with COVID and everything and and for me you know having the kids at home meant that I did yeah. have to things but because I explained why people understood. Mm. No, and do you think that that's increased in the last 18 months? Because there yep. has definitely been a switch, hasn't there, that people are much more understanding now that yep. life is going on. Yep. Yeah. And definitely. I got, I got, at the, what was it? I think it was at the end of, or maybe this time last year. So at the end of 2020, um, I started working with a new client. And as we were having our Zoom call, he was based out, he's based out in the States. So we were having a Zoom call and the kids were at home. And I'd said to them, they were, this was before he'd even signed a contract to so say he wanted to go in and work with me. <laughs> the kids were watching TV. I'd said, just, you know, mummy just needs to do this like, 30 minute yeah. Zoom call. 
apparently I was too loud and they couldn't hear the TV. So I'm sitting on my Mac. And at the time <laughs> I was in the corner of our living room and the kids are on the sofa next to me glaring at me. And eventually the eldest got so annoyed that she walked up to me and she tapped me on the shoulder. And I had to say to, to the person on the other side, just, you know, just hang on a minute, muted, muted the Zoom call and, and looked at her and she was yelling at me that I was being too loud. Um, oh, yeah. I was promised I'd be really quick and really quiet yeah. when Zoom call and um, and the person who is obviously now a, a great client and yeah. just made you even more endearing. So yeah, yeah. don't worry, no need to apologise. Um, and it was great. Yeah, I, was like, oh, God. I must admit, I was in a job interview on Zoom um, mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And part way through, one of the guys went, can I just stop a second? Do you need to go and sort your child out? Well, I don't have children, but it was a child three houses away that was screaming their head oh off. And I was just like, it's not mine. I don't have children. I'm really sorry. And then on the next call, it was a dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to go and sort your dog? I was like, hmm, also not mine. I'm terrified of dogs. <laughs> But yeah, it was just, and it, it was his understanding, you know, that yeah. was lovely that I think you need to go and deal with this. It's absolutely fine. I was like, no, no, I don't. That's nothing I can me. do. <laughs> really like, Thank you for your uh, thoughts, but uh, yeah. my, my neighbour might need some help if you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I do love that there's, there's been a change in attitude. And I'm so sure some really people will have. go back to as they were, oh, like, you know if and when this pandemic ever sods off, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's brilliant. So what has been the biggest highlight for your business in these 10 years then? Um, Definitely the book. That has to be highlight because, you know, we had COVID, we had the kids at home. (laughs) I think I was on a cookie collective call with you, wasn't I, when I said I want to do a book. Yeah. and the fact that, you know, everything happened and yet I still did it, um, yeah. I feel really, really proud of. Um, but And this is this next one's going to sound really cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of the highlights is the people that I've met. Yeah. Um, especially since I discovered how great the community is maybe three years ago and, and joining certain groups and meeting certain people and then meeting others because of that first person that I've met. Um, has just been a real highlight because, you know, as a freelancer, you do have those moments, don't you, where you feel really alone and you're like, oh, can't live on my own again. And actually these people are in your life fine. You know, they might not be next to you. They might not be down the road, but they are there. And they Um, understand as well, don't they, they, in a way. They they just get it. And, you know, my friends and family are really, really supportive, but they are employed. Yeah. They don't quite get it. But, you know, people like you, Helen, people like Sophie Cross, they all oh, yeah. just get it. And they are just wonderful. That is it's my- the inspiration. You know, people like Sophie, who's absolutely, oh, I'm not going to, I need a different word to pivot, absolutely changed her business, whole model, you know, in lockdown. People yeah. like her that you see do these incredible things and think, yeah. oh, I could do this, you know, yeah. and inspired they don't but but the other thing about it is people like that they don't realize how much no the people like me and you or how inspiring they are or how much value they give us without yeah like 
trying really yeah i must admit i mean some of the responses to like my book have made me cry just because i've been like oh. you don't expect this yeah. stuff when you put it out there you know i 100%. I, I nearly didn't write the book for the dread of getting a one-star review because I was terrified of that. And so far, nobody's said anything remotely negative or, you know, and it's been phenomenal. And I was saying to Graham last night, all these people, all my readers are doing my social media for me. It's great because they keep sharing them. <laughs> I mean, I've only just started reading it yeah. and found it in the in one of the gazillion boxes that we're living in at the moment. Um, and I love it. I absolutely, like I said to you, it's it's like you're in my head reading it to me. It's a brilliant book. So I'm really glad that you didn't not do it. <laughs> sorry for that. Sorry to get in everyone's no, heads. No, don't be sorry. I think, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think there would have been something wrong with it if I didn't hear you in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it needed to be conversational. Yeah. And you, yeah. you've gone down a similar route, but yours is, mm. it feels like a, a chat over a coffee of, oh, just do this. Yeah. Here's a tip. But it's encouraging, isn't it? Instead of dry you must yeah. do this you must yeah. do that <laughs> can't do that world. <laughs> yeah exactly and that's exactly <laughs> what we've escaped so yeah <laughs> yeah so let's be realistic what's your mm. biggest bugbear about freelancing and what's your bit or what's been your biggest challenge so far <sighs> the up and down of it yeah if i if if anything it's it's the up and down of it the not and and it's not so much this year, but maybe, you know, over the last few years where it has been, oh my God, I'm really, really busy back down. So, oh my God, I have nowhere. <laughs> yeah. um, and that, that is maybe down to me and the way I manage my diary or the way I manage um, how I, for want of a better word, a pipeline, I hate that oh, word, yeah. but you know, yeah. how I manage, how I schedule things in and, um, and I'm getting better at it. But I don't think it will ever be as straightforward or stable as being in employment was. And although that was a huge bugbear for me initially, I think I've come to terms with it that, yeah. you know what, that is just freelance life and that's how it's going to be. It's up to me how I react to that mm -hmm. and what I do in the downtime. And for me personally, it's way better than being employed, even with those dips of no work on. Yeah. And you, you get to learn your rhythm, don't you? Like I totally forgot in organizing the book launch that October is always my busiest month of the year. Oh, so no. why I decided to put the launch in that month, because I have that lull over summer where everyone says we've got a project on, but then they go off on leave and the kids are yeah. at home and yeah. it takes a real day. And then end of September, October, my God, it ramps up. And yeah, I decided to launch a book at that point, which was a nightmare. But I did it, and yes, I'm still probably recovering now. But <laughs> it's like ridiculous. But you do learn these peaks and troughs, which the pandemic has thrown it into a bit of a array, I think. Yes. Yeah. It, it really has. At the start of the pandemic, I lost loads of work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was all stuff where people had signed contracts and, and whatnot, but there was, there was no way I was going to be one of those, no, but you've signed a contract, so we've got to carry on. Yeah, no, you know can't, that's not me. Yeah. If you can't do it, you can't do it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and then work started picking up maybe about a month and a half later. Yeah. Um, and it's been quite steady, but again, there has been, like you say, summer holidays. Yeah. <laughs> He's around. 
for me, you know, that was fine. It meant that I could spend time with the kids. Um, and you just you just plan around it, right? Yeah. And you Yeah, you yeah. just you just roll with it. Yeah. I think you've got to take that attitude, haven't you? You do. Be a yeah. bit yeah, calm about it and mm. yeah. So, well, we've just been talking about this anyway, but inspiration. So who's been the biggest inspiration in your freelance journey? I don't think there's a single person. I keep coming back to it. I can't put I can't put a name <laughs> to a single person. I think it is, you know, and I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you, people like you, Helen, people oh. like Sophie, <laughs> Steve, yeah. who runs Being Freelance, um, yeah. people who inspire you to do things. And yeah. those people who I've met in, you know, they're, they're all people I've never met in real life. No. Uh, never, ever met any of these people, but they inspire me on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we'll have to organise a meetup at some point if we're not about yes. to go back into lockdown. When this, when this city pandemic decides to... Uh, yeah, we need a over. big meetup with us all somewhere, probably near you, somewhere where we can all come from in the middle. north and south, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, can all come over to mine for some coffee. To MK, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can help you unpack if you've not done it yet. Oh, yes, please. Take a box each. Yeah. Then have a bubble wrap fight, you know. Yeah. yeah. Totally. There you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sorted. Brilliant. Like that. <sighs> so we're recording this in December 2021, which yeah. I was going to try and talk in the, oh, no, it's Happy New Year, but we're not going to go to no. that room. <laughs> but what will... Um, 2022 hold and beyond hold for you what, what's your plans now in all honesty I don't think I have any concrete plans um no. the last two years have taught me that you can plan all you like but something's going to get in the way um, yeah. and you've got to be flexible enough to let that thing get in the way and not um not worry you too much um I want to carry on working with the clients and working with at the moment because they're all really, really great. I've got some really exciting projects lined up for Jan and Feb. Um, oh, great. Working on some great brand identities. Um, I just want to carry on as I am. Yeah, just the next 10 years, just ticking away. Yeah. And I think that's the nice thing when you get to that point where you just think, you know what? And yeah. it's good how it is because funnily enough, Dee, who, you know, of Wicked Creative, yeah. Dee Primitive, yeah. she did a post a while back where she'd said like I'm seeing all these people doing all these things and feeling like I have to and then I was like you've done amazing stuff and then she did a post a few days later going oh yeah I have I'm quite happy ticking away as I am and it was like that yeah. that's the thing um, but I have no ambition to grow into an agency and employ oh, no. people because no. then that means I don't get to do the fun design stuff and yeah. um, I have to do like the admin and all of that stuff that I hate um yeah. I have no plans to, um, you know, start niching down into like this really specialised field because I think I might get a bit bored. Um, I think I've got a really good blend of work and family life and I love the way things are going. As you mentioned a, a second ago, we've just moved. So I've now got my own like little room to work in so I'm not in the corner of the living room anymore so you're not getting prodded by your 11 year old with Carl although I might have to maybe I might have to ask her to come in for certain zoom calls though yeah (laughs) yeah true just come interrupt me yeah Yeah. so you know the only immediate plans I have are like 
want a really cozy armchair so that I can like do some mm. sketching and uh, I need to put, get some frames so I can put all my prints up on the wall. Those are as far as my plans go for the future. But I'm work-wise, I'm really happy where I am. Yeah, I love that. Though. That's what I've just spent the last yeah. few months doing because just before we came on the call, like, um, I was saying about how I've just bought these bookshelves in yeah. the back behind me and they make such a difference to this room and it feels so nice and I've colour coordinated the books and, and in themes I of favourite books books to read design books like the environment my, books on my bookshelf when i when i set it up when i'm when i set my, my study up um a couple of days ago i have done it right these are all typography these yeah. are all color these are about branding these are about print design these are paper samples yeah love it's, it. it it's amazing it, it actually makes them look tidier in a way <laughs> i think but yeah i love it I like that so. which means that you're more productive right yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, we have got an armchair in the other room upstairs that I keep telling myself I'll sit on and do bits of stuff and I'm, I keep forgetting it's there. But yeah, it's nice to make a, an environment. That is a big tip, I think, though, for yeah. people setting out. Make, get your environment in a way that 100%. is cozy. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm now on the hunt for some little sort of fairy lights for around my little notice board oh, and stuff no. just to, you know, yeah. be a typical girl just yeah. <laughs> for once. <laughs> yeah, I love the sound of that. I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to putting all my like I'm a massive Lego fan, so I've got all these ah. like Lego figures and mini builds and things like that that I've built. So I want to unpack those and get those uh, out. And I've yeah. got a Lego bunny <gasps> on my top shelf. Nice. A Lego bunny. Yeah, and I've got I a red panda downstairs. <laughs> love it. Had to be a bunny, didn't it? Yeah, of course it did. Yeah. So. I'm conscious I'm I'm taking up all your morning here, but I'm loving this chat. This is great. So. Oh, me too. But yeah, so I've got some, what I'm doing at the end is some quick fire mm. end questions. So the first one, in the spirit of the freelance community, being amazing support to each other, name a freelancer our listeners should either connect with, follow, tweet. Got to be Sophie Cross. It has, hasn't it? It's got to be Sophie. Um, what she has done with that, beautiful magazine yeah it's unreal yeah um yeah connect with her buy the magazine subscribe to it buy the back issues of it if you can yeah um, i'll pop all the links yeah. for sophie freelancer magazine in yeah. in the notes for the for the podcast because yeah. yeah if you don't know of her then you should really should yeah. anyone whether you're well established or starting out what, or... what rock have you been living under <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah get on that and actually better in person this year at the awards at the we, uh, awards. we um we were meant to be going to a rationale gig in shepherd's bush in april just gone we bought tickets because we'd both we'd seen him separately right then after we connected we both realized we were huge rationale fans yeah. Then he was doing a gig in Shepherd's Bush and it was really close to my 40th. So me and Neil uh, bought tickets and Sophie had tickets as well. So we were going to meet and then of course that got postponed and it's supposedly going ahead in April next year. So I'm hoping uh, that it goes ahead and I get to meet her. Yeah. And at a gig as well. That'd be great. Yeah. I am missing my gigs. I must admit. <sighs> Yeah, my beloved Jack Savaretti. It's been rescheduled about four times now. We've got we've got two gigs booked in for next year, and I'm really just hoping. Yeah, 
I didn't get cancelled. Yeah. But yeah, no, great, great shout out on Sophie. Um, so yeah, like I say, if anyone doesn't know of her, put the links below and get yeah. on it. Get on it. Get on it. Uh, so second question, name a resource, yep. podcast, book, community, whatever it is that you find really helpful. Um, it's the Being Freelance podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Thing. Yeah. Um, they... You know, I I listen to oh, I can't even remember how many seasons there are now. Steve's done so oh, many, it's about fourteen or something. I think. Yes. <laughs> and um, I don't necessarily listen to them all in order, but no, I, I don't. And sort of pick and choose one to one to listen to. And there is always at least three things in each episode that are just like these nuggets of gold that yeah. you can put on a post-it note or write down in a book or on your notes app or something. And, you know, somebody's either been in the situation you're in and they've got a great bit of advice or, you know, even if it's not a situation that you're in and you're just sort of listening to somebody talk about how their business came to life or how they do things. It's just, there's so much to learn in each episode. There's, so, there's such variety, isn't there, on the people on it? It's incredible. Yeah. And I love that it's not just UK based yes. freelancers. And I love that it's, like you say, the variety of people and the kinds of businesses they run is fantastic. And God loves Steve. He's crackers. God, I love that. Oh, he is. <laughs> he is. That car parker dreams. <laughs> yeah. And the Biscoff bookmark he, he created on my oh, book launch no. day. <laughs> That was brilliant. I love that. Uh, my mum was like, oh, he's, he's putting crumbs in the book. I was like, I know, same feelings, but it fine. was brilliant. He's, he's copying fine. Yeah. Could do what he wants with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, brilliant. So, yeah. Uh, and if anyone wants a link to that, I'll put the link to the episode for the large day with Steve because it was it's worth a watch. Did you, just for... did you watch the, um, the last non-employee of the week? No, I was in a meeting last week. Was it he, couldn't, he couldn't figure out how to end it. And and, <laughs> oh. left. and oh, honestly, you need to watch the replay, Helen. Nobody left. Everybody's just sitting there sort of watching him, trying to figure out how to end this live. And, <laughs> and he's going through all these filters. And there was one filter where he had like a full-on sort of beard and stuff. And it, it oh, was really? so realistic. It was unbelievable. Oh, we, right. I'm on um, that then. It was the day that, our, that our, um, removals guys were doing the packing. And honestly, they must have thought I was mad because I was just staring at my phone, cracking up. And I don't think they could understand why I was laughing so much oh, at my phone. I'm gutted I've missed that. I've had a few meetings the last few Fridays. So it's, yeah, I've missed a few, but I'll, I'll have a watch this afternoon. Yeah. That's brilliant. So finally, I'll get you to pick a number between okay. one and 30. And you'll be asked a question. It could be nonsense. It might be serious. Who knows? It could be anything. Wow. Um, okay, we'll go for 24. <laughs> if you <laughs> ran away and joined the circus, what type of performer would you be? Oh, I love elephants. So I'd be um, uh, with elephants if I could. Although there are no animals in the circus now. There's not, no. Quite rightly, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, agreed, quite rightly. Um, in that case, maybe I would be... Um, maybe I would be the one in the clown outfit trying to make people laugh. 
I I think I would be because I'm that clumsy. I'd have to be the yeah. stupid. Yeah, because I think Where I'd be... I... Go on, sorry. No, I was just going to say, because I think I'd be so nervous about being in front of so many people that I'd just have to do stupid yeah. things and laugh at myself and therefore yeah. make other people laugh. So being the clown seems like the perfect... Yeah. Role. In my in my head, I went to trapeze artist for you. Don't know why. I just thought, yeah, I reckon you could give that a bash. Flying through the skies. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I'd get on the the bar and never let go. <laughs> I yeah, wouldn't be doing no, any of this flinging yeah, from one to another. Yeah, there's no like heights, so that might not. Oh work right, yeah, me. no, that's not going to work. No. Or I, no. I like I like weightlifting, so maybe I could be the strong. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Oh. Wow. If well, the many career choices there. Yeah. 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 I think serious consideration for, yeah. for the future there. Definitely. Brilliant. I'm, I'm loving the amount of thought that goes into these because the question I asked Tom last week, he got really like, he was like, no, I've got to consider this. And he, <laughs> it's brilliant. When's so, he said out? I need to, I need to hear uh, this. First week of January. So he's okay. number one. Excellent. Yeah. So at the Friday, first Friday of Jan. Um, yeah. So yeah, because you've done some work with Tom, haven't you? So. Yeah. Yeah, done a lot of work with Tom. Um he's he my tenth year of freelance was his first year of freelance. Yeah. And we it's we met because of Steve's podcast. He was looking for a designer to work with and happened to listen to my episode of the podcast with Steve on the day that he wanted to find a designer to work with. Yeah. Uh, And that was that, really. Yeah. Did a lot of client work with him. I did his rebrand. Yeah, uh, that was great. And yeah. Oh, no, it's great. And it's great that you've paired up as like, because he was saying he learned a lot from you. He does mention you in the episode, actually. So. Oh, 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 good oh. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to have to listen to I'm gonna it. I'm going to have to listen, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Great. So where can our listeners find you? Where, where should they connect with you? So LinkedIn is where I tend to hang out a lot recently. Um... It used to be, it's a platform that used to like scare me so much, but I actually quite like it now. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn, um, my Instagram and Facebook pages are B81designs, or you can um, find a load of other contact details on my website, which is B81designs.com. That's great. And where can they get your book? Uh, again, only from the website. It's b18designs.com forward slash shop. There are only 15 copies remaining. Oh, wow. That's dropped since I last spoke to you. Wow. Yep. And I will not be doing another print run of right. it. So it's a very limited edition. Wow. Yeah, 15 left. Oh, oh, yeah, with the little number in it as well. Yeah. I, yeah, it says that in my, I think it was number 14. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So get on it. Anyone that wants to learn a few more tips about design and improving, really? whether it's a presentation or, yeah, whatever you might be doing. Anything. Yeah, the, the beauty of it is I've kept the the design tips so that you can apply them to whether you're doing mm. design for print, digital, like, and like you say, presentations, anything. Fabulous. Well, thank you, Vivini, because that's been it's been so lovely oh, to have you lovely on. Talking chat with to you all day. Then. I know. You know, I have to go back to work. Oh, I know. Mm. You should do something, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really should. Got a deadline today. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll get on with it. You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. 
but no that's been fantastic so thank you very much and thank you I hope you've enjoyed this episode and will come back for more. Please do leave a review on your platform of choice and hit subscribe to be notified when the next episodes are available. And sign up to the Last Rung newsletter over at fallingofftheladder.com for more tips, inspiration and chats with those who have been there and tested the waters for you. If there's anyone in particular you'd like to hear on this podcast or topics discussed, do let me know and I'll see what I can do. Until next time, have a good week.